live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Lee Chambers. Cambridge 105 Radio. We're talking sleep uh, with uh, Councillor Guy Snape now. Good morning, Guy. Good morning, Lee. Did you have a good night's sleep? I actually had a really good night's sleep, thank you. And it makes a difference, doesn't it? It really does, yeah. But uh, I know, I mean, we were saying off air, I was saying I've never struggled with sleeplessness, but it is a common problem. Absolutely. Most people struggle with sleep at some point, and, you know, uh, a lot of people habitually get significantly less sleep than they they need. We should get seven to nine hours a night, uh, and if we don't, the the effects can be pretty serious. insufficient sleep you know particularly if it's if it's a chronic thing if it's an ongoing thing you're not getting enough sleep increases our risk of things like obesity diabetes heart disease cancer it can weaken our immune system um and it affects our mood our ability to to think clearly and you say seven to nine hours i guess it's an individual thing as well isn't it i mean i find um, i'm okay with with seven uh, some people will need more, some people less, yeah, I guess. Absolutely, yes. The the amount that we need um diminishes as we as we age, you know. So if you know a young adults are around twenty are probably need more like you know, eight, nine hours. Well if my daughter's anything to go by, she needs <laughs> <laughs> about fifteen. Right, um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I bet it starts later than midnight, doesn't it? It does start later than midnight. Yeah. She's yeah. nocturnal. But um yes, but Margaret Thatcher of course famously survived on four hours sleep. Now that's very unusual, as you say. It's mostly about seven to seven to nine hours. Yeah. Absolutely. And as you say, we know when we've not had enough sleep. You feel I always feel if slightly distanced you know you, mm-hmm. you sort of feel fuzzy headed you can make bad judgments feel more emotional if you just have one one sleepless night so if it accumulates yeah the definitely. effects uh, uh, can be devastating yes and there are lots of alarming statistics uh around there have been lots of surveys and research done on on sleep something like 40 percent um, of people have said that uh, lacking a uh, lack of sleep makes them anxious or stressed or irritable or angry, and that's going to have a knock-on effect on other people as well. You know, we would be a happier, healthier nation uh, if everybody got enough sleep. Yes, yeah, so if it will knock into your work and your relationships. So things like, I mean, the ob- there are obvious things like uh, caffeine and alcohol. Yeah, which, absolutely. Which can prevent good sleep. Yeah, caffeine, I'm, I'm afraid, is the devil when, when it comes to, to sleep. Um, people sometimes don't realise how much they're taking in. If we, th- if we think about a basic unit of, of caffeine being an energy drink, you know, the one that says moo and, and gives you wings... Um, that's 80 milligrams of caffeine. And, you know, people generally think, okay, you're one of those, I'll have one of those, that will wake me up. There are, um, you know, we, we all know the, the chains of cafes in the high street. One of those has a, a medium cappuccino, contains over 320 milligrams of caffeine, so more than four red... Um, you guys, <coughs> energy all right, drinks. we can say, we know what you <laughs> I say. I can say Red Bull. Okay. Yes. <laughs> more, so more than four. And it takes some time for our bodies to process it. So when you have a caffeinated drink it will take about five hours for your body to get rid of half of that caffeine. So if you have your medium cappuccino at four o'clock 
in the afternoon, which is like four energy drinks, then that's like having two energy drinks at nine o'clock in the evening. And most of us really wouldn't do that. I um I don't drink caffeine beyond I think about two or three o'clock. Yeah. You know, if it, I might have one at three, but then that's it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. you know, I'll have decaf after that. I mean, I, and I drink fairly weak coffee, as anybody yeah. who knows me will tell. You, but yeah, if I have it late at night, I can feel it. Yeah. I know. I've, if I if I have more than one strong coffee in a day, I definitely feel a bit jittery and. Now, uh, now, caffeine is easy to cut out, I think, as I say, after a certain time of the day. Alcohol, harder, because you're socialising in the evening. Yes, absolutely. Alcohol might be involved. I mean, people often think, oh, you know, I'll have a nightcap, I'll have a couple of pints, um, or whatever, it'll help me sleep. And it doesn't exactly. What it helps you, uh, what it does is it sedates you. And sedation is biologically not the same thing asleep um but people who who like a drink and i'm afraid i do count myself in that number um you know it's will have experienced that or it might knock you out quickly but the, the quality of sleep that you get is lower uh, we don't get the deep sleep that we that we need and we're much more likely to wake up during the night so yeah, Interrupted you know, if, sleep, if yeah. you're struggling with with sleep, alcohol is not the answer, sadly. But one thing that might be the answer is exercise. Exercise is great. Yes, um, you know, a lot of us, my, you know, me in particular, I I spend uh, my working life sitting down talking to people, and you know, so my my body, my, my brain might get tired, my mind might get tired, but my body doesn't. So I do cycle to work so when when I'm uh, uh, when I'm working offline, actually seeing clients face to face. Important though, not to have your exercise too late in the day it will it takes a while for your body to relax and wind down after exercise so don't go to the gym at nine o'clock in the evening if you're struggling with your sleep and what about light uh light in the room you know some people have blackout curtains some people yeah, can sleep blackout in curtains are really helpful what makes the difference with light is the contrast a couple of hours before we want to have as much light as we can during the day particularly natural daylight so uh, so go outside as much as you can um that and and then when it gets dark and you can dim your lights, you can turn your phone off or you can at least set it to uh, night mode where it cuts down on the blue light, which is what really makes the difference. And that change in the light level is what triggers our production of melatonin, which is what gets us ready for sleep. And one of the big causes of disruption to sleep, stress, uh, of course, if you've got things churning over in your mind, then that that uh, can stop you dropping off. Absolutely. So many of my clients have said, oh, no, I get into bed and I know I'm tired, but I just can't stop my mind racing, my my thoughts going round. You know, the the traditional uh, the traditional cure for this is counting s- s- sheep. Um, research shows that it doesn't work, um, but there are things that do. What, a simple one is to go on a journey in your mind somewhere a a journey that you're familiar with just imagine yourself going out of your front door imagine all the details the colors the sights the sounds and so forth um walking down the street or getting in your car and driving to a familiar destination and remembering as many points 
uh, on that journey as you can. And there's something else that I do uh, pretty regularly, in fact, several times a day, which is a breathing exercise, which I'm, I'm going to teach everybody now. Um, it's, it's a good one for helping you relax when you get into bed, but really the benefits come when you practice this regularly. Uh, it, it takes a bit of time for you to really get the hang of it. Um, so you know, I, I recommend doing this kind of three or four times a day. And after about a month, you should notice that you are more relaxed, less stressed, able to calm yourself when you do get anxious and, uh, and able to get off to sleep quicker. And it's called 478 breathing. I'm going to demonstrate yeah, now no, for the benefit of all our listeners who can't see me, but I'll describe what I'm doing. So first of all, I'm going to get my, my chest cavity ready to uh, absorb, to breathe in as much air as I can. I'm going to do that by sitting up straight, lifting my shoulders up to my ears, pushing my shoulders back and then dropping them down. So my collarbones are spread apart and my shoulder blades are pushed together. So that means that my rib cage is already expanded. So when I breathe in, I breathe in by lowering my diaphragm into my abdomen and you kind of get the sensation that as you breathe in the the level of air in your torso goes up like water uh, being filled with um, like water filling a jug from a tap the level goes up starting from down near your pelvis until you feel the level get up to your collarbones and then you can pause for a second there and then breathe out. It's always very important for your breathing health that you always breathe in through your nose. You can breathe out through your mouth or your nose, that's fine, but always breathing in through your nose. So I'm feeling the, the level of air rise up in my torso until it gets to my collarbones. I'm pausing and then I'm exhaling through my mouth. Okay. And we do this to account and it's called 478 breathing. It doesn't have to be actual seconds, just a, a rough count of four for the in-breath, seven for the hold, and eight for the out-breath. So I'll give a quick demonstration so you can hear what it sounds like, and I'll try and whisper the count as I do it. So I'm emptying my lungs completely first of all, and then in, three, four, hold, And out. Four, five, six, seven, eight. And then that's one cycle, and I would do three or four cycles. And just doing that once makes me feel calm, a little bit pleasantly lightheaded. Um, and it's like a, a mental muscle, a, a skill that you can practice. Uh, you can build it like you go to build physical muscles by going to the gym. The more you practice this, the more benefit it will have. As I say, I, I recommend doing it at least three times a day and it will take a month for you to notice a difference in your life. But I've been doing this for quite a few years. It's probably the single most useful thing that I learnt um, since I started being a counsellor six or seven years ago. Four, seven, eight. Four, and that, seven, that method eight. of breathing, people who act would recognise that, that air into the diaphragm, yes, your stomach definitely. coming out and filling yes, your, yeah. Yeah, your lungs with yes. air. If you can't remember all the details, have a look on YouTube for 478 breathing exercise. There's a really good video by Dr Andrew Weil. 
And um, briefly, what about things like things like hypnotherapy, aromatherapy, acupressure? Yeah, absolutely, uh, 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 they if work. Yes, they absolutely yes. There are lots of things that you can do if you're really struggling with sleep. Quick, a, a very quick technique to, that will help is some hypnotherapy. You don't have to spend a hundred quid to go to a hypnotherapist, although it is a fantastic experience. Um, you can go on Spotify. There's a, a lovely track. There's a, a guy who calls himself Positive Life Therapy, and he's got a really nice, soothing Scottish accent. He sounds a bit like David Tennant. And you got me then. I'd, I'd love to tell you what he says, but I don't know because I fall asleep when I listen to it. I know uh, most of the time I sleep fine, uh, but you know, on occasions when I've been particularly stressed or ill and it's disturbed my sleep, I've tried this and I found it really effective. Then, if you're if you want to spend a little bit of money uh, for about twenty or so pounds. You can go and get yourself from a health food shop or somewhere like that a little bottle of lavender oil and a little bottle of chamomile oil. Um, they're, they're just pure essential oils, tiny little bottles, 10 millilitres, but you only, and those two will last you for many months because you only need a little drop of each on your pillow or on a tissue uh, on your pillow when you go to bed, and they're quite soporific quite soporific and unlike alcohol you will tend to get uh, deeper sleep from those I tend to get really vivid dreams if I use those uh, and dreaming is good dreaming is good quality uh, sleep we all need our REM sleep if if we don't get that and we get the rest of our sleep it's like we haven't slept very well at all so the dream phase is important thank you guy and i know there's an acupressure mat that you the also acupressure mat yes that you also this recommend. is a bit weird and out there it's like a yoga mat you can get them you can get a branded one for like 70 pounds i haven't tried that i've got a cheap one unbranded for about 20 pounds um and again if you're struggling with sleep and you're and you're stressed out this can work wonders it's it's like a yoga mat but it's covered with quite sharp hard plastic spikes only like two or three millimeters long it's a bit like a lying on a bed of nails you take your shirt off you brush your teeth and everything like that before bed and you lie down maybe put some nice gentle ambient music on um and you lie down and the first thing you feel is oh my goodness this is really uncomfortable um, because they are sharp and they do dig into your skin. They don't make you bleed or anything like that, uh, but you will absolutely notice the discomfort. But you ha And you have to just put up with that for a few minutes. By the time you've been on it for five minutes, your brain's got used to the idea that there's some discomfort and it tries to counteract that by producing some endorphins. And that's a really great way to get off to sleep, to have some endorphins in your body. Um... Af from five minutes to um, kind of about ten, the ten minute stage, you'll probably find you're drifting off. I put the t a timer on for twenty five minutes, something like that, and by the time the timer goes off, I am away with the fairies <laughs> on another planet in a completely. I'm not asleep, but I'm in a very deep trance like, dream like sort of state and it's it's really very pleasant then there's a moment of again a bit of discomfort as you peel yourself off the mat but then slip into bed 
and I find that I'm asleep within five minutes and I sleep like a baby. Thank you, Guy. And if people want to find out more information about you, where should they go? Yeah, I'm online at Guy Snape Counselling. That's with an S and two L's in counselling. GuySnapeCounselling.co.uk Thank you, Guy. Well, sleep well tonight. Thank Lovely you. to talk to you. I'm sure I will. I'm not drinking anything tonight. No coffee. I made a conscious decision there. <laughs> so uh, that won't be disturbing my sleep at any rate. Cambridge 105 Radio. 